Alright, cool. Well, welcome to What Would Millennials Do? A, a special one today, actually. Um, we're into the double digits and we welcome our first guest. And what would millennials do? One of the things they would do is become an influencer. So, welcome, Nat, to the program. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. Uh, okay. This will be an interesting so- one. It will be a good one. Um, so Nat, I think I think we'll kick off uh, just for you to tell us a little bit about what you influence um, and how I guess it came about. Like, so what did you do uh, before that? What was your kind of day to day, and what what got you deciding to to get into this, or did it just kind of happen naturally? Um, sure. That you realized you had a knack for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'm not really. I don't really understand the term influencer. I don't <laughs> Damn know. Damn it! I, think I was it's, hoping it's a... you could help. <laughs> it's a weird one and yeah. I don't really like to refer myself as an influencer. I think it's just a okay. term that kind of the industry has created for people that, you know, have a huge or have some sort of a following and um, yeah. have some sort of channels that they can, you know, reach a big number of audiences. Um, but I guess the way that I started off doing it um, is I've I mean, I work in marketing and PR, so I've always, ah, you know, cool. been like a creative kind of type. Um, yeah. And once, when I first got my my first job out of uni, I guess it wasn't really everything that I had hoped for. You know, it didn't really fulfill my creative kind of needs. Yeah. <laughs> so, got um, yeah. So I kind of started doing a bit of writing and stuff on the side. Okay. Um, my parents actually work as um, book publishers, so I just one day decided to start writing a book awesome. <laughs> for them. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind of like about fashion and um, style and beauty and just all the things that I liked. Um, and then anyway, one day I started making a bit of a blog online, like um, like a website, um, yeah. and I started kind of putting all that stuff in there. And I never shared it with anyone. I think it was about two years. I just kind of write, was writing blog posts. I didn't have social media. It's building up that content. So it was yeah. this. This was really just for you, and you know, I guess the close friends you'd share it to, or was it really just like for yourself to be able to put your thoughts down on paper? Yeah, it was basically just for myself. I only told. Okay. Um, like Frankie was the only one who knew and I told him when we first started dating yeah. um, that I was doing this and I just it was just something that I like to do kind of outside of work in my free time and I just enjoyed writing and everything. It's always um, important to share those deep, dark secrets with a, a potential um, boyfriend, girlfriend, isn't it? So, you know, if you have, any, <laughs> if you have a body count, if you write um, some personal <laughs> blogs, things of that nature. Got to get it out of the way. That's a good early. start. Maybe like date, date three, date three or four. That's, <laughs> a, that's a solid, solid level. <laughs> I think it was like after. A few days. Cool. Yeah. That's actually um, yeah. that's pretty interesting. That's like a, it's, it's it's it sounds super genuine, right? Like so you're just kind of doing it because it's like what you like to talk about and what you like to write about. So, what was the moment that you that it kind of switched over to like oh you know I could actually. Get, you know, do something out of this or I could actually get a following or I could actually have an audience that would like to hear this and, and not just being, um, I just want to get my thoughts down on, on paper. Um, it was really basically 
Frankie's doing. <laughs> so he knew I was doing all this. The man and, behind uh, the camera <laughs> and the man yeah. behind the blog. I the love Insta it. hubby. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, but he was um, asking me, he's like, why do you do this and not share it with anyone? And I was just kind of really embarrassed, I guess, and mm. um, didn't want to be judged and all that kind of stuff. Nat, that's actually the opposite of what people tell us because Frankie's saying, why don't you share this with people? And, and people generally ask us when they hear we have a podcast and they'll say, why are you, sh- why are you trying to share this with people? <laughs> You're terrible content. <laughs> so it's interesting to hear the other side of it. Yeah, well, I think it's important to have people that support you and that's exactly what he was doing and he was really pushing me to kind of share it because he yeah. thought, you know, I was doing all this work, I was creating all this content and he was like, just put it on Facebook, you know, just start it and see what happens and I did and I put it on Facebook and I had a really good response and then came Instagram (laughs) and that's that's kind of when things took off. That's what I've noticed a lot through following you on, uh, is it, uh, uh, we'll edit it out if I'm not allowed to say it, but is it uh, Chic (laughs) on the Run blog or Chick on the Run blog? How is it? How's it now? Chic on the Run blog. Yeah. So it's like a fashion term. So something chic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something something, cool, something sleek, right? Just because you know it, AK, doesn't mean, (laughs) do, do I look fashionable at all? So let me just make that note down. No, that's a good that's a good pun, and it's oh, a it's God. a it's a good name. And what I've definitely noticed, and from your first comments about kind of not being, not liking that tag of an influencer, because you do post a lot of um, a lot of content. And I recently saw your trip to Japan, where you you know you posted a lot of content. But actually, it seems like you really after the trip gave a really good blog post about you know all the interesting things you learned that people can actually learn from. Um, whereas a lot of influencers yeah. actually will just go, I'm going to post a picture of a place that I didn't hang out too long at, but it looked good for the gram and then I move on. But it sounds like you're kind of doing it for the you like to write aspect of it. Yeah, that's right. And I like to do it for a purpose. And I guess if it's something that I'd enjoy reading or looking at, then yeah. I think that would be something other people would potentially like as well. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's how it all started. Now, I don't know if um, AK, you have any questions, but my burning question is about how much space in your house is taken up from from the kind of <laughs> the kind of boxes that you unwrap of companies sending you things and saying, <laughs> "Please oh post God, this right for now, us." Now it's horrible. It's literally terrible today. This is like the ultimate first world problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I kind of don't like sharing uh, those kind of things because <laughs> it is a bit of a first world problem that, you know. Yeah. So on the yeah. post, when you post each each individual thing, because um, you've got the nice little marble bench top and things, but I'd love to see you post one, or maybe it's not probably appropriate, but to post, you know, all of the... <laughs> The boxes that you've opened in the corner. I think I think the advertisers would kill her if she did that. Well, I, I kind of did a similar thing last night actually, because oh, really? I was pretty busy and couldn't do all my usual, you know, unboxing videos and my stories yeah. this week. So I kind yeah. of smashed it all out in um, one night yesterday. And I think in the background, you can definitely see in some of the videos how much of a pigsty <laughs> that my um studio currently is slash my room <laughs> slash his, uh, <laughs> his old closet it's basically just a closet for me yeah 
God. Yeah, I did see your story um, this morning. I went through it and I was like, is this like a normal day? (laughs) 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 Happy Monday. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So obviously, Nat, some of those um, posts are your own content that you want to share things with people, your advice, your tips, your travel experiences. Um, But you also... Um, you do share ads and you do um, receive products from companies that that say you know if you can market this on your channels and things mm-hmm. do you get so what what's it like when you post an ad um, is it a bit nerve-wracking when you think of how many likes it could potentially be getting because you've you've been given um, potentially a reward from that company because essentially they're your you're their way to the market um, in in that yeah. way I mean, there's definitely a lot more pressure on me, I feel, when it is like a sponsored um, post or sponsored content. Um, And I think I just try and make the best possible content I can and try and make it as relevant to my audience as I can so that it does receive high engagement. So um, I think it's just down to putting more thought into it. And, of course, working with, you know, the right type of, uh, companies, so companies that cater to my audience, I suppose. I wouldn't, you know, start posting about like tradey tools or anything like that. <laughs> like it has to be relevant, and I think yeah. that's the key. Um, so I try not to get hung up onto like likes and stuff too much because I know that's you know like a bad place to be, like mentally as well. If you're always yeah. thinking about the likes, which is yeah, it's hard because it's it, definitely well, an issue. It's got to be a a balance and it, it must get difficult because you want it to be true to yourself but also you if people are saying and companies are saying I don't know how it works with with them contacting you and things but if a tradie tool did reach out and say Matt we're looking to branch out and there's an emerging market here um, <laughs> how do you make that's a tough decision because you know at the end of the day we all do things that we um, we all do go to work for money and things like that. It's it's what um, mm. helps us all thrive. But I mean, I guess it really depends on what it is and how you can you know look at it. So there's if you have any topic, you can look at it from lots of different perspectives. And I suppose it really depends on what it is. But say if it is like you know tradie tools, maybe they're tradie tools for women. <laughs> so <laughs> it's yeah it just really depends but i try to make it as you know relevant as i can at all times this is a good time to um notify our listeners that this episode is being sponsored by tradie tools tradietools.com use the use the uh the discount code what would millennials do for 10 percent off (laughs) you guys are naturals this is (laughs) So on the, on that point, um, Nat, and I think I talked to you and, and I talked to Jared about this a little before, um, when you are going to get, I assume people just kind of message you in your inbox when they're trying to um, advertise a product or something like that. How does it work in terms of um, a company deciding how much to pay you? Is it based on how many likes it get? Is it based on how many followers you have? And then does that, do you think, drive... Um, you trying to chase more followers or chase more likes um, because of that kind of uh, link or or how does it kind of work? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So what I do is I actually have my own media kit. So it's basically um, like a PDF um, 
like a presentation, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like a one-page kind of, yeah, got you. It's, yeah, it's more like a 10-pager. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> These are but my it's... demands, like a ransom note. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it kind of, you don't just, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, you, you can use it to sell um, your services as well. So it's, you, could, yeah. you send it over to companies when they approach you. Um, you know, requesting to work with you and asking about your fees and I just send them my media yeah. kit and it's kind of got all my information in there. Um, but also when I want to work with brands and I approach brands, yeah, I would um, send that over um, and it's kind of, it kind of has a pitch um, for my brand as well. So you. it says, you know, Chic on the Run, I have a website, I have, you know, all these social media pl- platforms and this is the kind of reach that I've got. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it kind of works um, in different ways. Okay, that's cool. And then, so in that, obviously, you're saying this is the kind of reach I got. So that's basically, this is how many impressions that you could make with your ad based on my Instagram followers and my website hits and whatever else like that. So do you think, is is there a way of for advertisers for yourself to measure i guess how engaged a fan is or how engaged a follower is or is it literally just another number so i think you've got twelve thousand followers now uh twelve thousand and one as of this morning um <laughs> and does that uh like if you know how you, you see all those things on instagram where it's like comment and we'll give you a follow back or follow for follow um is that something that you kind of uh look at as well or for you do you just kind of let it happen naturally and you kind of go through advertise your products and then whoever comes comes or are you trying to chase that as well? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I, <clears throat> I definitely try and pitch myself out to companies that I want to work with. Um, yeah, there's there's some some products, for example, that I've been using for years and years and, you know, I really love them and I want yeah. to share them with, you know, everyone else and why not work together, you know, why not collaborate? So I've definitely done that quite a bit um, in the past and I'm always um, kind of, yeah, looking for new products new um, companies to work with so you mentioned that media kit because one of the things me and AK have talked about on the podcast is um, you know increasing our reach how would we brand what would Millennials do in a, in a media kit we may need you as a, as a consultant to, to bring us, yeah. bring us <laughs> this is low-key like a free consulting <laughs> session yeah, for us yeah I'm going to charge for this like <laughs> I'm working PR guys <laughs> it'll just end up Give with us, us paying secrets. a lot of money to Nat and being like oh <laughs> <laughs> good chat what's the alley rate like uh... <laughs> and do you just do you just cold call or like cold email I guess um, companies when you do that or like you know hit up their uh, online marketing uh, email address that's listed on the website or anything like that? Yeah, a bit of both. I mean, it really mm. depends. Um, sometimes um, through the years I've made a lot of friends with other influencers. Okay, <laughs> nice. I like to call it that. And so, ah. um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you, you collaborate with them as well. And um, a lot of the times I do just do a Google search, you know, yeah. for the PR email address of a specific company, or if not, I'll just send a, um, just to a general email address, like a pitch. Um, so yeah, that's how it works. But yeah, a lot of the mm. times they um, email you as well. So I think that's probably yeah, the majority of Yeah, they'll kind of reach right out. And Nat, yeah. what, what, what do you think of, a bit of a controversial one, what do you think of the sometimes negative perception of, of influencers? And is that maybe why you shy away from the term? <laughs> 
because you mentioned uh, being friends with some other influencers, and I've I think I saw you had a night out with them um, once. Clearly, I'm a, a loyal follower of um, Chic on the Run <laughs> blog. Um, but you get you get those sort of um, those boomerang videos, right? And we all do them. I've definitely done them where you do the you know wine glass cheers. Um, but that influencer one, I've never seen so many phones in in my lifetime. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I was at a phone store. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have a lot of thoughts about how people perceive influencers and we do definitely get a lot of slack for it and it does get kind of upsetting a lot of the times because I think there's just, a, you know, there's definitely genuine people that just want to review products and share their thoughts and create yeah. great content and write Um and those are the kind of girls um, that I kind of know around Canberra. They're all amazing. And yeah. then you do definitely get the kind of people that, you know, just put up photos on Instagram and, I don't know, like maybe reveal <clears throat> too much or... The old um, over-the-shoulder pose and um, <laughs> rinse and repeat kind of kind of post. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, I, I think there's there's been people in the past who have um, created a bad rap for the whole industry and um, I don't know who they are really but there's definitely yeah it's hard it's a tough thing to kind of understand in every workplace and in every every industry there's always um, you know varied varied level of how people do things and the I guess influences it's become this massive thing so you, you read news articles about hotel owners are saying oh people are asking for free stays but then the people I've mm. talked to, so I know someone in marketing in, in London, and they say, you know, the reach you get from an influencer, if they do it right, is so much more cost effective than trying to do an ap- actual advertising campaign. You know, you think about your TV, radio, billboards, your traditional methods. Yeah. If someone has a dedicated audience, you know, you know what your, you've got, you know, 18 to 30 year olds who's your target market. It costs you maybe, you know, cents on the dollar to, to make a post. So... There's good things, but also with any line of work, I guess there's... Um... Yeah, and especially if you're in the spotlight, I think um, it's a lot easier for people to kind of, you know, bag you out. <laughs> but yeah. um, I yeah. completely agree with um, uh, the reach for advertisers with influencers. As I said, I work in, you know, marketing and PR, and that's the kind of things that big companies, even government, um, uh, kind of look into because influencers do have that niche reach so if you are looking for a specific audience you have it right there and it's so much cheaper compared to you know doing a national advertising campaign like yeah. you're looking on hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases if you want to get your mm. ad on tv uh, whereas um in this case, if you are approaching an influencer that talks about, you know, your topic or your industry, I mean, it's going to be, you can't even compare, you know, the cost and the reach and yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very interesting because you mentioned about how it's got that kind of, um, stigma, I guess, Jared. Um, but I don't think everybody realizes how much work goes behind it. I mean, when you were talking about how you came from your background, um, as from PR and marketing, was it? Um, and this is effectively the same thing, you know, it's still, it's still a job and I'm still, there's a lot of time and effort that goes into preparing, um, what you post and what you write. And I guess because you only see that kind of final snapshot, people don't really see it. They don't see all the, the, the hours that go behind it. They just see that once, one second snapshot 
which is the output, and just kind of think it's a little bit, um, yeah, less involved than it is. And also, yeah, people right. want to get that. Um, you know, they see you know the unboxing of things, but that's not you know ninety nine percent of the time. That's the out outcome of, of correct. That's in, the outcome in the of the effort and the time that you put in yeah. before that. Speaking of uh, effort and time, Frankie, you've been um, in the background today, mate. Um, just like in the <laughs> on the Instagram pictures. Yeah. <laughs> well, does it does um, it sort of gone? Uh, yeah, I was going to, like, sort of just um, put my sense towards that whole, like, I guess, controversy. Because when yeah. I first was, like, looking at, say, news articles and all that stuff about how, um, it, like, that hotel manager going off on that yeah. influencer in UK. Yeah, I, I was, remember that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I kind of agree with him because I was like, oh, she just wants free stuff. But then actually being with Nat and actually seeing, I guess, the you know, the, the stress of, you know, trying to put up the right posts and everything. I, I'm like, oh, she actually do hard work. Like, people do actually do work for, you know, these posts. Exactly. And it's it's yeah. the subset of people who sometimes don't, right, who just reach out and go, I want a free thing, I'll take one photo. Um, yeah, but actually, even yeah, in that definitely. case, if your profile is big enough, it's the same thing as a celebrity turning up and going... Um, okay, I'm going to be in this perfume commercial for like 10 seconds and they don't even wear that perf- perfume, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then it, they get a million dollars for the shoot. So it's, it's... It's kind of ironic that the richer you get, the more free, rich stuff you get. And the less you have to do as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt just wants yeah. to call out. <laughs> I do, like, I'm working hard for this free stuff. <laughs> I remember reading this quote from Shaquille and you know, it's like, he had to work so hard to get to where he was at the start, but then once he became a professional bar- basketballer, he yeah. didn't work at all. Like, he did not work. Yeah, like, I think you yeah. hit this certain point. It would be interesting to, like, you know, map out exactly where that is or how how many people need to know you, how famous you need to be before it kind of switches. But then you see someone like Roger Federer, Tiger Woods, or these guys, and they've just got, like, hundreds of millions of dollars poured into them and like free watches and cars and mm. uh, everything. Um, yeah, just for their, for their branding, for their personal brand. I fancy, I fancy watching and keeping in touch with uh, the Bollywood scene and the, the highest paid <laughs> actors and actresses over there. You think they earn enough money from their movies and they'll be advertising anything, mate. They'll be doing soap commercials and like <laughs> <laughs> everything The works. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, yes, what was the question you were going to ask me? Sorry. Well, we we're going to say, um, what, what's it like being the man, I assume, behind the camera? And does it... I know Nat's on the line here and you are married, happily married, but um, she's told me that to give you a pass for this one, for what would millennials do? But um, what's it um, like behind the camera? Does it, like? it get exhausting? No, like at times, you know, like I do want to enjoy, say, a meal and she'll want to post <laughs> about it, like take a photo. But Just eat the food, Nat. <laughs> yeah. Is this the bit, like you get used to it, like you're just like, oh, if I wait, you know. A minute or two, <laughs> uh, and she'll get like that good shot. Then I can dig in. I'm teaching him patience. <laughs> yeah, like I was, because I work in IT, so I'm like 
a patient person as it is, like with support, yeah. <laughs> IT support. But yeah, in this case, yeah. it, I just sort of have yeah, to. Yeah, you'll be getting yelled at all day in IT support. Um, so someone saying, <laughs> just wait five seconds while I take a quick photo is probably the nicest thing you hear all day. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I'm like really proud um, to be with her and see what she's become and all the hard work she's put in. But yeah, you're, you're a part of that as well, definitely. That's right. And that's what I always say to Frankie is that, yeah, if he didn't push me to kind of, you know, give, get my confidence up and um, share what I'm doing, I wouldn't have any of this at all. And yeah, it's, it's nice to have that support and it's definitely a huge help. So when you're talking about, you know, having any of this at all, like, um, is it still for you like a side hustle, like a little job on the side? Are you still working in PR and marketing or is it now kind of shifting towards um, a full-time job because of, I guess, all that kind of effort and prep that you have to put into everything? Um, no, I definitely still have a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is a side thing and um, it's a lot, lot harder these days. I really wish that I started doing this maybe you know, a year or two before I have because yeah. the market is just it's just crazy. There's everyone is an influencer these days and it's so hard to get through all the noise. Um, Mm. so yeah, I mean, if a company approaches me and they want to send me free product and I Mm -hmm. turn around and say, okay, but you know, I'd also like to get paid. A lot of the times they would just say no thanks and go to the next girl because you know, because there'll be someone who will take that. Exactly. They'll just take the product for free. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So um, it's so, so much harder, especially, you know, um, where I am to um, to make good living out of it. So um, if yeah. I, you know, if I if I did have 200,000 followers, <laughs> it yeah. might be a different story. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's um, it's a very different time now. So if I started it earlier, I think it's yeah, a bit different. So when you're saying how, you know, everybody's an influencer nowadays and you do see it, right? Even even like friends of mine who aren't influencers, the way that they post is you can see that they're kind of trying mm. to mimic the style of um, other Instagram celebrities and things like that. Is there anything that you've tried to do to give yourself that unique flair or, um, you know what I mean? Like a, some, something different to kind of stand out from the crowd? Because you're right, it's, it, it is a, a hard market to crack into or to, to grow in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a good question because I do get told that I'm different, <laughs> but I don't yeah. exactly understand how um, myself. But maybe, because... maybe that's just because you're being authentic and genuine, and everybody else is uh, is trying <laughs> to copy each other, and so that kind of shines through, right? So... I hope so, and that's kind of my goal is to just you know talk about stuff I want to hear about myself, and hopefully stay um, you know as authentic as I can um, to other people. But it's, yeah, it's hard because at the same time, you still have to pose for your photos. You still have to, you yeah, know, exactly. promote products. So it's, it's a, you know, a fine line. And um, yeah, it, it's, it, I often think, how can I be different? Um, and yeah, I get a bit stuck. <laughs> when so you've I got just try and you know, do... Billion, seven billion people and, you know, maybe half that number on on social media and Instagram, it's it's pretty hard thing to do as well to be different, right? Because you've got things move so quickly and it's almost sometimes having the first mover advantage. You see all these meme pages, for example, on, on Instagram and some of them will have, you know, six, seven million followers, right? Yeah. 
Um, mm. And it's almost, they've just been the first one to do it, and then That's the right. other ones don't get a look in. So it's a bit of luck yeah. as well in the social media mm. world where things move quickly. That's right, and you just have to get on that platform, you know, kind of as soon as it starts taking off, um, be one of the first ones, and then you'll be su- successful. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, I started a bit late, but mm. I'm still, you know, it's still such a fun thing for me to do, and that's what I always try and, you know, sit back and kind of just remember that I'm doing this more for fun and for my own kind of pleasure and my own creative outlet. So, um never take it too seriously because it's not a full-time paying job for me um, just to remember to have fun because it is hard and I often get caught up with the stresses and you know meeting deadlines and all that kind of stuff but at the end of the day yeah I've got to try and remind myself to just enjoy it and I think like people prefer you know being authentic over the fakeness anyway yeah no I think I think so as well right I think that's what yeah people can whether it's consciously or subconsciously, they'll notice that that difference in. in well, play. here's the thing, though: are people noticing it? Because a lot of these uh, photos were where influencers may have, or, or people with a high following, would have made famous. You know, the classic sitting on um, a mountain ledge, looking away, or pondering into the distance. Oh, that's an absolute classic. <laughs> Seen about good 6,000 of those at Machu Picchu. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you don't sit looking across into Machu Picchu... <laughs> Have you even been there? At 6 there? a.m. But yeah, you go go around Europe and all the, the cities and I see a lot of these um, posts and they're... You know, people know they're not authentic and they know when they're doing them, it's almost ironic and not authentic and we've talked a bit about this before but it's sort of just become the culture to do them like this the old look away from the photo and um, um back yeah, to i it. think so i think it's, it's always been around though that i guess candid look like because i remember when i was younger yeah. my parents would be doing it in the hub <laughs> was it the opera house the sydney opera house so i think hey, it's they were ahead of the curve there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should have started. Yeah, they should have got an Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about it, I mean, we're going a bit off topic, but they started the whole vlogging too, right? With those big, you know, big recording uh, cameras and recording everything. So, in a way, True. they started having the, the Having the big video cameras, I remember those family holidays and it's it was almost like a shoulder workout for the, for the parents back then, <laughs> taking that around. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um... Anyway, <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. All right. Well, Jared, you got any other any other questions that you wanted to ask? I think that's a good a good amount of good amount of time. How should we wrap? Try and wrap this one up. We can also wrap it up separately as well if um if they need to head and yeah, do a, a actually bit of a true. Recap. It's nearly nearly eleven thirty. Got your big soccer game on today, Frankie. Yeah. Well, against first place, I think. Whoa, oh, big one. Is there a chance yeah, to go life. first? Nah. <laughs> we got our first well, win last weekend. You're so. in trouble then. <laughs> oh, Alright, well, uh, Nat, Frankie, Chic on the Run blog, thank you for joining <laughs> us on What Would Millennials I, Do? Don't forget my one. I have created my own now. It's Ooh. called Frankie and Natalia Eats, but it's mainly oh, mine. Just slipping goes. that marketing in there on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so in all of those five minutes of waiting for it to take photos, you're like, you might as well start a business out of this. <laughs> it's yeah, be. basically. <laughs> yeah, he's doing oh, well. 
you up to 70 followers, babe. Yep. I'm very proud. Oh, oh don't want to get too ahead of the game. Knocking here, on the one. door of those triple digits. <laughs> well, yeah. you're, you're ahead of what would millennials do. So we've got some <laughs> lessons. Um, really, the only reason we invited you on, Nat, was to get some tips. And now that we've got that, uh, that uh, what, what do you call it? The media, media kit. Um, oh, we'll it. be stealing that. And uh, thank you very much. <laughs> sure. I'm no, happy to been... share mine with you. If you like. Yeah, that'd oh, be great. Awesome. No, it's been good having you guys on. Absolutely love it to chat, guys. Great. Yeah, no, it's good good chat. It's good to chat to you guys.